everybody, Monty here. Welcome to Big Cav's Geek Stuff, episode 536, the one I am calling Where in the World is Big Cav and OG? Uh, they are not here. This is a little bit of an abbreviated episode. Um, the two of them were arrested, uh, streaking through in, uh, their individual airports. Uh, Big Cav got stuck at O'Hare. Uh, OG got stuck in uh, Newark. Um, guys, hopefully TSA returned your clothes and uh, their hands weren't too cold looking for contraband. So good luck with that, we'll see what happens. But before they got arrested, uh, they had some other plans going on. Uh, Kev went to celebration uh, and OG has some stuff going on with uh, his family. So uh, hopefully they're gonna be sending some videos I can kind of intertwine uh, in this video uh, to get uh, their comments on uh, some of the big events going on in the news uh, this week. Hey, what's going on, Geek Stuff fans? Uh, as you can see, it's not a regular episode this week. Big Kev is still in uh, celebration. I'm working and driving and, and doing my thing, but we wanted to put something together for you guys real quick. Um, just a couple quick thoughts. Disney Plus, super psyched for that. Awesome pricing, especially if they bundle it with Hulu. So much content coming out of celebration, and in general, that's freaking fantastic. That's gonna be absolutely amazing. And uh, Hellboy, not entirely surprised by that reaction by the critics, but fans seem to kind of dig it. So, I don't know, we'll talk about that next week. Hopefully Big Kev will see it, I probably will not. And of course, we're gonna have to talk about Game of Thrones debuted this week, super excited for that as well. So, thank you guys for uh, bearing with us on this week off, and hopefully we will see you guys again very, very soon. Uh, but otherwise, have a good one, take care. First item on the agenda, Disney Plus. There's a lot of stuff here that we were uh, looking forward to. Here are the key facts uh, that I pulled from this event. First off, it is launching November 12th towards the end of the year. So we finally got a, an exact date, uh, even though I thought it might be a little bit earlier than that. Uh, the pricing tiers, $7 a month or $70 for the year. So you can save a few bucks if you go with the one year uh, subscription. Also 5,000 episodes of TV shows will be available at launch. Um, this is just various episodes from the stuff they're getting from The Simpsons, all the other Fox properties, their own Disney things. And I thought this was a real interesting stat. The company expects to have 60 to 90 million sus subscribers by the year 2024. So just put that in perspective, think about that. There is something that is that doesn't exist that no one outside the company is part of, and they think they're gonna make, have that kind of growth over the next five years, so that's pretty impressive. My takeaway, I love it, I think it's interesting. Um, the things I'm skeptical about though, uh, yes, the pricing seems pretty damn good, there's no way to argue that, but is that for low quality movies? Is that just for someone who's streaming maybe on a, a TV? Are you able to get it at for $7 a month on your phone or, or your tablet device? Um, how many subscribe? How many people in your family are able to get onto the subscription for seven dollars a month? I feel like there's got to be more tiers. Uh, we need to have some more information because if I'm watching uh, a new Disney movie, if I'm watching Avengers, I want to see it in 4K or whatever is going to be the best quality. I don't want to see it in 1080p or God forbid lower than that. Um, so I just want to get a few more details. I'm a little, I'm, I'm optimistic. I love this setup. I'm a little skeptical. Um, but there's a damn good chance that they're gonna get my money. In other news, a new Star Wars trailer was dropped. I don't care. Also got a chance to see Shazam this past weekend. Really, really fun movie. I highly recommend people checking it out. 
Uh, it was just a fun, fun movie from beginning to end. The only issue, and I'm being nitpicky saying this, so take it with a grain of salt, is it felt like the movie was too long. If anything, they could have taken out, I thought, the bully tropes um, from it, uh, which is kind of just stereotypical with Hollywood. Uh, there was another aspect, it's a bit of a spoiler, uh, so I won't take it away, but it was kind of like a surprise discovery somewhat towards the end of the film. I think that could have been taken away. And altogether, that could have taken out maybe as much as 10 minutes of the film, maybe give or take a little bit. Uh, but overall, really fun film. I would even consider getting this on uh, Blu-ray or digital download. Uh, I thought Zach Levy, Levi, however, uh, did a great job. Uh, I can't wait to see the sequel because I will definitely see that whenever it does come out. Hellboy also came out. I didn't see it. I have no interest in seeing it. And for those who have, they're not saying many good things about it. You can say that I'm surprised. At most, I'll probably watch this new movie when it's on HBO or some kind of... If a friend has it at their house and they happen to be there, I'll give it a shot. Otherwise, no. And most importantly, the one thing you need to watch out for, Avengers will be coming out very soon, which means you need to be careful. The internet, you people need to be careful on the internet. Not from OG, not from Big Kevin airports, because you don't know, but from people spoiling Avengers. People are, are supposedly posting spoilers uh, that are key aspects of the film. Um, so just be careful, watch what you click for. Don't, I would personally avoid Reddit for the week because it feels like, at least for me personally, that's where I've seen a lot of the spoilers. Um, but, you know, people don't, the internet lies. We've talked about this, the internet can lie. All right, let's listen to some voicemails and let's listen to uh, Kokologic's game stuff. On this episode, calling 536, where in the world is Big Kevin OG? And we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Richard. Long time no speak. I'm always listening though. I uh, want to give a quick call because of the Akira discussion you guys were having and want to make a quick correction. Uh, the Akira show or Akira movie, one of the main things are not real problems, but in the, in the current iteration of the current movie, like that's only was based on the first three books. Uh, that were put out. So if the new movie is going to be based on all six, that's going to be a really big change to how that's set up. So that'll let you be really, really interesting to see all of that uh, put into one thing. Uh, because, yeah, the first movie, which I loved, is like when you, I, uh, like many other people, watched the movie first, and then I went back and looked at the books, and I was like, wait, what the hell? Like, it, it almost... It was like you, the, the first movie was just literally half of the series, and then it just kept going and going and going. So if he's doing all six, this will be really, really interesting. So cool. All right. Sorry for the rambly thing. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Ahoy, ahoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Logic. <laughs> After canceling as many Star Wars games as they put out during the new era, EA does the only thing they can do and announce a new Star Wars game, Jedi Fallen Order. But in classic EA fashion, something must be wrong. Because upon revealing the new game to the world, it's just pre-rendered cinematics, no gameplay. And what they did show looked awfully generic. The story is during Order 66, Darth Vader missed one, and you went from Padawan in training to dock worker. And now you're trying to conceal your identity from the Empire. A task Obi-Wan Kenobi had no problem doing. But the cause for concern isn't the premise, it's not showing gameplay. Meaning they can't show gameplay. Why else would you withhold the money shot of fantastic looking gameplay, unless it simply wasn't there? Sure this seems paranoid, but EA just shipped Anthem, which employees were like, we didn't know exactly what we were working on, 
We just knew we had to ship something. But they have some time to cobble something together, as the game has a release date of November 15th. Following the trend of EA haven't learned a thing, as we see a release date before gameplay. But you should be thanking EA, as they have stated there will be no microtransactions or loot boxes. Thanks? <laughs> After two generations of being unable to change your PSN name, you may finally do so. Please clap. The first change is free, and each additional change would be $10, or $5 if you're a PSN member. And once you change your name, you may revert back to your original if you are unhappy or unrecognized by your friends. <laughs> New releases! Hellblade Senua's Story is out now for Nintendo Switch. The low-key kinda action game about a tribal woman hearing voices and the whole deal is about mental illness. That's not a spoiler. And the main attraction is how close the Switch graphics come to meeting the PlayStation 4 game, which was a looker on top of it. It wasn't my cup of tea, but a lot of people appreciated this game. And remember to play with headphones. Dreams. The Create Anything You Can Think Of game is out now exclusively for PlayStation 4. It's in limited early access, so pick it up quick if you intend to. For some reason, its spots are limited. Perhaps it's a server thing. It's more of a tool than a game, giving you the ability to create your own games. But even if you suck at creating things, the variety of other things people will create is very interesting. And for $30, it's worth the risk. <laughs> Final Fantasy X and X-2 Combo Port is out now for Nintendo Switch. One classic RPG and its weird American Idol-inspired sequel. <laughs> and finally, Sony has begun talking about PlayStation 5. With an exclusive interview with Wired, Mark Cerny discusses details like the system will be backwards compatible, rocking an upgraded CPU and GPU, support up to 8K, although 4K is just fine. But the most impressive talking point is what they're doing with the hard drive. The PlayStation 5 will have a souped-up SSD that's not only faster, but 19 times faster. As demonstrated by fast-traveling in Spider-Man on PlayStation 4, which took 15 seconds, then fast-traveling on a PlayStation 5 dev kit, which took 0.8 seconds. That would put us back down to N64 cartridge times. Just wow. This is CokeLogic signing off for GameStop. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. We're the Monster Squad. Hey, this is Fred Decker, director of The Monster Squad. This is Duncan Regeer, Dracula from Monster Squad. This is Tom Noonan, plays Frankenstein in Monster Squad. This is Tom Woodruff, Gilman from Monster Squad. Hey, this is Andre Gower, Sean Crenshaw from The Monster Squad. This is Ashley Bank, Phoebe from Monster Squad. This is Ryan Lambert, I'm Rudy from The Monster Squad, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Wolfman's got nards! Oh, the mouth of babes comes dynamite The monster squad's gonna boom Big thanks to those who called the uh, GVM line. If you want to give a call, you can do so at 201-730-2547. Also, I want to thank Coke Logic for that game stuff. And I want to thank our two sponsors for this week's show. First off, Ice Coffee. Thank you for being just genuinely awesome. The second one is Build an X-Wing. 
Phone number 877-544-6779. Now, I know I get a lot of shit for not liking Star Wars, but this thing is fucking amazing. It doesn't even do it justice from the pictures. Go to model-space.com. You can check it out. Uh, it gives you the layouts of what the books look like. It gives you layouts of what the uh, what you will get in the mail for the, the model pieces. And this is a legit product that you would spend hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of bucks elsewhere. Uh, this is a great subscription service. Build it a little bit at a time. Take your time and have something that will fit nicely on your shelf without it uh, taking up too, too much space, um, which you'll be able to have a little bit of a... I think it'll be you'll have a little bit more of accomplishment for the fact that you're building this thing with your own two hands. You're gonna have fun. Do it with friends. Do it with your kid. Do it with somebody else's kid. Just find a kid. I don't know. Just just have fun. This is great. It's model-space.com. And again, the phone number is 877-544-6779. All right, I want to talk about one quick product uh, on the show. Uh, previously on X-Men. Uh, this is a hardcover book um, from the, the about the making of the animated series. Previously on X-Men is Eric Lewald's personal inside account of how the series got on the air, the many challenges that were that were made to overcome, and how the show prevailed. The head writer interviewed 36 of the artists, writers, voice cast, and executives who helped make the game-changing series a worldwide success. Now, I, this is for my demographic. I was kind of in the, the perfect prime uh, for the X-Men animated series. It has great information just flipping through of what some of the animation cells look like, uh, what some of the uh, scripts look like as well. Some of people just, you know, a few pictures uh, to go with everything. I'll put a link over here somewhere on the screen uh, and uh, hopefully you can get it in some kind of show notes uh, to, so you can look into getting the book yourself. Uh, Eric is doing this all by himself, I believe, to try to get everything, uh, uh, to try to sell the book, rather, that is. Um, I think this would be a great gift. Anyone, you don't even have to necessarily be a big, big X-Men or Marvel fan. Uh, I think for anyone that just kind of grew up in that era uh, of the 90s, this is just like a nice book to have uh, on your shelf, uh, for sure. All right, that pretty much wraps up the show right there. Again, the GVM line, 201 730 Four, seven. Uh, I am, uh, you can find me on Twitter under Monty's Mayhem. All right, with that, guys, I'll bring this episode, episode 536, uh, the one we called Where in the World is Big Kevin OG? Uh, the way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, Big Kevin OG, wherever you are. <laughs>